0: Aspiring headliner, QSC.
1: On today's podcast, we're welcoming Samuel Jack onto the show, who is the first artist to go viral solely through Instagram Reels. So welcome, Samuel. How are you today?
0: Hello. I'm very well. Thanks for having me.
1: Good. You're very welcome. Um, How are you? Whereabouts are you?
0: I am currently at my... I'm staying at a friend's house in London at the moment my family mate, family friends I'm I'm crashing here just to um make life a bit easier because I'm, I'm based in the southwest um but I've got a lot on at the moment um with music so I'm just crashing here for a few days
1: okay yeah just to be more uh well central I guess to the
0: That's music it, yeah. industry
1: hub of London I'm guessing yeah
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Okay, awesome. So, um, how has the last year been for you? Obviously, I know everything's been going a bit crazy for you recently with the whole Instagram Reels thing. But before that, I mean, given the whole pandemic and everything, has this made you have to change any of your plans for your music stuff?
0: Yeah, it was a really interesting time, coronavirus, because we, you sort of, there are pros and cons, obviously, to to our industry in that, obviously, the live front disappeared overnight um so I, you know I had to rejig and reschedule touring um you know I lost a couple of opportunities but on the flip side you know what I kind of found was that there was a an audience just at home you know um on their phones on their laptops you know listening and consuming music so I spent the time to do a lot of writing um in fact I probably wrote more in in that period of lock, in particularly the first lockdown than I have you know more intensely anyway than I have done for a while. Mm. Um and I felt like some of my musical colleagues as well I mean it kind of went one or two ways you are either sort of grossly uninspired um that you just wanted to sit around in your underpants you know until till the afternoon and you know eat chicken um or or, the, or you know on the on the, the other side of it just um you know really getting stuck into making and and I I felt very lucky in that respect because um the studio that I work in is not that far away from where I live. Um and I was able to go there and just create and make. Um, but no, in the, in the bigger picture, um, I just had to adapt like a release strategy around what was happening really. So I delayed my launch. I, I had a, a an album or a collection of EPs that was all joining together and due to be released at a launch party, which I had to move, um, and then move again, um, and all that kind of stuff, but we were all in it together, you know? So we, um, we kind of got there in the end and, um, it's been it's been all right
1: Mm, that's good good to know that you've used the time to do stuff creatively and did it change the kind of way that you wrote songs or the way you thought about things or had you already got a few songs sort of in mind before this whole pandemic madness
0: I mean I write all the time anyway um but when I can it's my it's my it's my the best bit for me is is the is the making of the song um so no not a lot of change in terms of know why or how it was just more a case of it really just being more intense Uh, i had so much more time and then i sort of you you sort of go through these stages of getting a little bit of burnout sort of creative burnout we have to kind of stop for a minute and then and then start again um so that was kind of new to me because whereas before you know i'd write it in this in the space that i could if that makes sense Mm. but in between gigs in between touring I'd, i'd you know i'd be writing um But with none of that you just kind of have however many weeks and months it was of just you and your, your piano pretty much
1: yeah
0: um but it was it was all right it was good
1: okay and what else apart from music you picked up any bizarre hobbies like some people you watched anything weird on netflix
0: um i mean i did a bit of i did a bit of netflix binging um i mean god i just i can't even remember what now but i definitely did a bit of binging um I went through the stages of sort of, you know, living like a, like Mr. Motivator, you know, running every day and all that kind of stuff. And then, and then that would be, you know, paralleled with not doing any exercise for two weeks straight and just locking myself <laughs> away. Yeah. So it was just sort of, you know, like one, one day you wake up and you're like, right, it's 6am, let's go for a run and and stuff. And then the next day it's like, do you know what? I'm going to, uh, I'm going to do nothing today. In fact, you know? yeah. so yeah. Um, Yeah, it was was a bit of a a trip, definitely.
1: Okay, yeah. I think uh, a lot of people have gone through things like that during the last year. You get really motivated and then you're like, do you know what, I just don't care. And you think, well, I did some exercise yesterday. That's fine. That's fine. That's 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 an effort, you know, in the right direction. That's what I see it as anyway. Um, (laughs) Okay, cool. And um, what about your musical inspirations then? What um, music has inspired you over the years? And maybe even since you were a kid.
0: Oh, a good one, that. Um, I mean, I was, really, I was, I've always been inspired by music of black origin, really. Um, sort of, so blues, roots, soul, Motown. Um, I was obsessed with B.B. King as a kid. Um, having said that, you know, I loved stuff like um, uh, Paul Simon, remember that album he did called Graceland. is one of my favourite albums of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, like, all the soul greats, they kind of really informed and shaped the, the type of music that I write now. Um, i just chuck a bit of pop music in there as well with it, you know. Mm. Um, Yeah, so essentially that. um, And that really came from my my dad's love of of that type of music. Um, I think I first fell in love with music when I I I lived in South Africa briefly, um, in Johannesburg. And uh, actually, yeah, that album, Graceland, kind of poetically um, sort of formed the the score, sort of the the backdrop music to um, my time there, because my dad used to listen to that record all the time. Um, and that record was actually half of it was recorded in South Africa with, um, lots of sort of community singing. Um, and that's when I fell in love with like Ladysmith, Blackmore Baza, um, and people like that. And, I, and, and formed this, I've got this really, I don't know what it is. I just, I love, you know, chorus choir singing or, or community singing, you know, be it tribal, be it, you know, more gospel. Um, and I've injected a lot of that into a lot of my music over the, over the last year or so, um, yeah, influenced. I'm um, influenced by the old soul greats. So I'd say mainly. Mm,
1: okay, and I feel like, given that um, you're going to have a cool answer to this next question, because I love to ask people this: What is the first, um, you know, album or single that you can remember buying with your own money? Yours is going to be something good, I
0: think. <laughs> oh, no. oh, Alice. Um, <laughs> Come on. Unfortunately, now. unfortunately, it's 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 sort of the, the least cool. Thing in the world and, I, and I, I don't like to tell many people this alice but you know you're, you're special so i give it to of you of
1: course yeah we've been through the a lot First
0: together. cassette tape it was a cassette tape i think that i am um, bought with my own money was uh <laughs> wannabe by the spice girls
1: oh yes what a man what a song <laughs> and, uh,
0: i can't say it's that girl power man it just hooked it me is. in it's that
1: girl power you can't fight it can you
0: you can't i tried but yeah it was wannabe by the spice girls
1: Okay. Um, I I had that whole album bought for me. It was definitely a present. I had it on cassette. I can literally picture the artwork with the, the five letters yeah, with the yeah. girls in each of the letters. So nothing to be ashamed of there.
0: But uh, do you know what, though? That was pop gold. You know, it doesn't matter what musical background you come from or how, how cool you might think your music taste is. But that was a great pop record. Yeah. I mean, in terms of, you know, the craft of writing pop songs, I mean, Say You'll Be There. What a song.
1: Oh, that was always my favourite.
0: Yeah, beautiful tune.
1: Great song, yeah. and I think I remember reading or hearing this year or last year that "Wannabe" apparently is the most recognisable song. Like you play the the least amount of the song, people know it. If that makes any sense,
0: right? Yeah, they yeah. They just
1: play like one second of the intro or two or whatever it is. People know what it is. So you know they're on something. I think they wrote it in about two minutes probably, but there you go. Yeah, Millionaires for life.
0: Indeed. Yeah.
1: Depending on if they got ripped off or not, but that's another story. Um, So, away from the Spice Girls, although love to talk about them obviously so on to you so obviously um we've recently seen artists like olivia rodrigo mimi webb breakthrough on tiktok but now instagram reels is having its moment thanks to your song feels like summer which is currently the most used song on ig reels in the us and at one point it was uploaded over ten thousand times per day and played over 60 million times around the world so insane crazy numbers they've probably grown since uh, i've been sent that information to be honest so Uh,
0: it's almost it's almost
1: double is it now i've had a
0: Feeling, yeah. yeah,
1: absolute
0: it's, um, madness. It is madness. It's absolute madness, and it's a song I, I released a song um, maybe eighteen months ago. So you know, even more bizarrely, it's, it's, it's something from you know it's a historical release. It's not like I, I had any sort of um, attention on that song at, at the time. Um, yeah, I mean, in the space of I don't know a month, it's um, I mean it's been at number one. For example, in the, in the American singer songwriter chart for three weeks or something, um, it's, it charted in the viral charts and the songwriter charts and in the all genre charts in pretty much every chart there is in the world. Um, and what's most incredible about it is, is that there isn't a corner of the world that is it's untouched. I mean, I'm talking like Malta, you know, it was number one there for a while. Wow. It, um, it's traveling everywhere Japan, um, you know, all over Europe, <clears throat> North and now South America, we're starting to see a bit of a spike in. Obviously, the, the Nordics is where it originated, really. Um, so sort of Denmark, Sweden, um, Norway, around that area. That's where it kind of all stemmed from for whatever reason. Um, yeah, Now, now and it's, now it's really lovely to hear that on Sunday it went into the official uh, top 40 in England now.
1: Wow. Well, what a mad I mean, journey. You know. The internet works in mysterious ways, doesn't it?
0: It does. It's, it's, it's odd. I mean, you know... I was, I'm a working, very much a working musician anyway, um, in that, you know, I had, I was touring, I was doing stuff, you know, I had stuff going on, but this is the sort of thing that sort of puts you into a new echelon of audience, you know, there's just, you know, well, well not just a new one, I mean, just like a worldwide one. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's been mind-blowing and, and kind of nice, if I'm honest, just to see, you know, just to kind of feel, um, feel like I can reach more people with the music, really.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, you say it sort of started off in Sweden, those, those kind of places. So, when did you realise the song was starting to take off on reels? When did you? When did things start to happen? It started to build up this traction. Kind of,
0: yeah, there was, there was just well, it's yeah, it probably about three, four weeks ago um, ish. I, I think there was a period of a couple of days when we saw a spike, you know, in in on social media, and me and my team, you know. They're sort of getting in touch with me, saying, "Hey mate, have you um, have you seen the numbers numbers today?" Or it feels like summer randomly. And I was like, oh look at it." I was like, "Oh yeah, you know, that's, that's good." And we've had kind of, you know, you get the odd speak yeah, spike occasionally. Anyway, you know, um, I've, I've, I've I've sort of charted sing a song, right stuff before, and, and it doesn't stay in the charts for very long. But it, you know, it enters, and um yeah, and then a couple of days goes by, and we they sort of check back in with me. Because my my team, my management guys are based out in Los Angeles, um, so there's a time difference as well. So sort of at sort of five o'clock every day, um, English time. You know, I'd get a call from my guys, and they'd be like, "Um, yeah, you you should probably keep your eye eye on <laughs> you know, eye on this." And then within the space of sort of three or four days, it you know the graph had just you know had well, gone off the scale. It just gone straight, you know, the, the curve of the of the virality of it. Mm. it just went straight up. Um. And I thought there was some mistake at first. I was like, "No, come on now! Like, <laughs> there's got to be something wrong with this." And then, and then, sure enough, I mean, it's you know, you can't you can't write it really. It was, um, it, it's been an absolute journey and uh, and great, you know, brilliant.
1: Yeah, so it's just a mad journey. And had you done many songs on reels before?
0: No, I mean, um, in, Instagram. I already had like a sort of you know a fan base on Instagram. That's where a lot of my you know a lot of my work happens is on Instagram anyway but um, you know reels wise not really I mean I'm you know obviously I use a lot of social media but I'm not um we we, we weren't trying to, to 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 do that it was it didn't come from me you know it came from someone else um so you kind of feel um kind of what's the word uh, sort of you know you sort of you, you make your bed right like all mm. the work you've done, all over all these years and you build your little fan base and it was, you know, those, those are the guys that lit the fire, you know, somewhere around the world. And now it's traveled and you feel, that's what gives me the most sort of satisfaction about it.
1: Yeah. And, um, so the song has been used obviously many, many, many times on many reels by athletes, Olympians, chefs, all countries, like yeah. you say. Um, so, I'd love to know what are some of your favourite reels that you've seen using your song so far. Must have been some good oh, ones.
0: there has been some great ones, actually. Um, it was nice to see Jamie Oliver and Tom Kerridge using it. Just because I used to work in restaurants, um, so I've got a bit of a bond with chefs. It's, it's a very unique industry that, yeah, and um, I love that. You know, just seeing seeing Tom Kerridge use it. He's one of my favourite guys, and Jamie Oliver. Sergio Ramos, uh, who was the—he's the captain of Spain, the Spanish football team, and plays for Real Madrid. He's—you know—I'm a big football fan. That was a good one. Um, but moreover, I, I, what I really liked seeing was just the—the the, the, well, the breadth of it. So we'd get sent like people skiing, you know, in in the Alps, and then people in the Caribbean, and then you know, dogs on surfboards, and you know, like just stuff like that people like walking their bunny rabbit and stuff like this to the song and it's just the variety of stuff and, and um these kind of you know the images of, of what summer looks like to other people um that was just awesome it was so nice to see it's like oh wow look this, this guy in new zealand here he's parachuting he's listening to feels like summer at the same time i mean it's it's crazy mm. but, but not yeah, so lovely, glamorous
1: lovely. here i guess ours would be what sitting under a, a pub um <laughs> umbrella in the rain with a pint or something mm.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it.
1: Just yeah. pretending it's fine. <laughs> Amazing. Love that Jamie Oliver used it as well. I mean, I don't get why people hate Jamie Oliver. He's great. I mean, what, he's trying to make your kids not obese. What's the big deal? That's good, I right? I know.
0: Well, exactly. I know. I, I just I love his I love his vibe. I just think he's I love the whole chuck it in a pan situation. I think that's a yeah.
1: whack a bit of olive oil, a bit of garlic. There you go. Yeah it, Jamie and what about um you must have seen some bad ones as well then in terms of real, was all just weird ones
0: yeah I mean some were sort of like bizarre like you know you'd see something it was completely unre- one completely unrelated to summer and two you know was just the opposite you know it'd be like people you know there was some one one guy was just um certainly simply, simply one of him just painting painting a door oh <laughs>
1: Was it a nice colour? Good paint
0: job, or just it was, it was just a bit odd. I mean, don't get me wrong; I'm, I'm very grateful for people using using it, and um, you know, it's not that like it was bad, but it, was, it is funny what people choose to put music to. Mm. Um, so that's yeah, that's been interesting as well. Okay,
1: cool, and I'd love to know what do your family and friends make of all this.
0: Um, I mean, it's very supportive. You know, right now I'm I'm doing a lot of, you know, it's sort of kicked off for me again. After after Corona, which is which is just amazing. I've been at it for a long time, and it's nice to kind of get a little bit of um, you know uh, recognition, I I guess, Mm. um, at the end of end of what's been quite a long journey already. But I kind of feel like I'm starting all over again now. Um, You know, I've got plans for plenty of stuff. You're going to be hearing the song on a lot of radio stations, I'd imagine wink wink nudge nudge um yes yes. which is great um I've got my first headline show of the year on on September the 14th at O'Meara in London which is very close to selling out um you know tour opportunities and just that's the whole thing has gone to sort of a new level um working with sort of you know a bigger team now and uh yeah I just am very excited about cracking on and, and doing as much as I can.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. It's great to hear that you're obviously making use of this um, strange, weird and wonderful opportunity. But obviously, do you think just because it feels like summer, has it caught people the right time? You know, it being summer, lockdown, lifting, just a really nice combination of this positivity everyone's feeling.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's exactly that. I think it's a combination of stuff. I mean, I think, you know, we've been locked up for so long. And, and now it's summer, you know, pe- more people are going outside, you know, feeling feeling liberated, being together Being able to be together a bit more outside, and um, I just think it's a good song. You know, well, a perfect song to kind of highlight that and just to sort of celebrate being together. And also, you know, there's a lot of sort of nostalgia in the song as well. And the song's really about kind of looking back on summers gone by and 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 stuff. But it's at the same time, I think it's very sort of relevant to to the here and now. So, so yeah, I just think it's it's arrived at the right. you know timing the best time you could have done really.
1: mm. and um what inspired the song in the first place how did this one come to be as a song was it a quick one to write aka wannabe speed did it take a little bit more time
0: it was yeah no it was it was it was actually very i wrote it very quickly um but it was inspired by um actually i was at a, a pub with an old friend of mine and we were just reminiscing. We were reminiscing on summers gone by, and you know, I grew up with this 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 chap, a friend of mine, and we were, um, you know, we were saying, "Oh, do you remember when we used to drive to the beach and you know, steal steal mum and dad's beer and you know, go down there and get drunk and sleep in the car?" And do you remember, do you remember that girl that we all fancied at high school and and you know, and and all that kind of stuff? And we were sort of that age and those summers that felt like they sort of lasted forever, and that you could just do anything, you know you could achieve anything you could be anyone you wanted to be and you know young young and free and, and all that kind of stuff and um I thought that was you know just a great idea for a song and I think the other thing is is that in some respects it's not it doesn't necessarily have to be summer for it to feel like to feel you to feel like that you know and I guess I was just sort of using summer as a as a you know a way of a way of you know showing that sort of nostalgia off really mm. um and yeah, so I, as, all, as all good songs, they started after a couple of beers at the, at the pub, pretty much.
1: <laughs> Classic. Love it. Um, and what did you say, sorry, about your, um, you've got some live stuff planned. When does that start from? Uh,
0: so September the 14th, O'Meara in London is my first headline of the year. Um, and there's, to be announced, there's going to be a lot, a lot of other dates around, <laughs> around that, um, both domestically and abroad depending right. on whether we're
1: allowed to travel. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. I mean, I know it's a bit up in the air, but hopefully everything, fingers crossed, unless the government changes its mind again, which, you know, you never know, but let's hope not. I hope that you will be playing these gigs, of course, and actually interacting with real people, not just on, um, you know, Instagram or these Instagram Lives or whatever that everyone's been doing yeah. for a while. Um, when was the last gig that you played?
0: Um, blimey. Um in such a long time I played a and I've done you know I did a bunch of sort of live stream stuff in lockdown I did one um mini sort of festival in the southwest of England in between two lockdowns when it was when it was okay for a minute I don't know if you remember but there was a you know it was a period about a month where it was okay to do events and then it wasn't again (laughs) um I did one then so I guess that was my last one yeah so it's been it's been a minute I mean I'd say uh yeah nearly a year Wow. no yeah and it's it, I, I do sort of i think about that a lot i'm like right i need to i need to dust the old cobwebs out and you know and get shake the rust off and, and get back on stage but um that is that is the one thing i'm most looking forward to no doubt about it it's just there's nothing there's nothing like it and i can't wait
1: yeah all that and um have you got any other musical plans you're you can share or are you allowed to share for maybe the rest of this year um,
0: there's yeah, there's going to be some more music. I can tell you that. Um, when I can't tell you because I don't know actually. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there'll be more music before the end of the year, and um, there's I mean, it's, there's going to be a lot, a lot, a lot going on. I'm hoping I'm hoping that you'll hear hear that um, trumpet <laughs> on that song a lot more over the next few months and uh, and and beyond.
1: I have a feeling we're going to be uh, definitely going to be hearing that a lot more from what you've said. Um, <laughs> it's just so catchy, isn't it? That hook, that chorus. Um, yeah, I bored, can see why
0: it's going on. Cool annoying, on. Really, isn't
1: it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not annoying yet. Not yet.
0: I know I, I, a lot of my friends and family say to me, "They're like, oh, I'll tell you what. After you played that a few times, you're going to get <laughs> you going get very bored of it." But I love it. It's, it's it's a good one to do live. It's such an upbeat sort of tune. Everyone has a boogie. I'd play it forever if I if I have to. So
1: yeah, I can already see it. Maybe you'll slightly miss the boat September, but you can see it at summer festivals from now on, can't you? Everyone just yeah, loving that vibe. So yeah. I think it's the perfect song for that.
0: It's a shame we sort of just, you know, sort of just peaked at yeah, just outside festival time. But there's there's going to be plenty plenty more to come.
1: Outdoor gigs could be fine. Sometimes September is hot. You never know.
0: I know well it's because of the global warming you see Alice that's what it is our summers are getting longer and yes. um I'm, yeah um, for that reason actually I'm hoping to try and squeeze some you know the later season festivals in yeah that'd be great
1: yeah well um I wish you the best then I'm sure we're going to be hearing a song a lot more in the meantime um Thanks, but for now thank you so much for joining us on the podcast it's been great to hear all about this um viral song and the whole story behind it so thank you so much
0: No, thanks. Thanks for having me. Um, All the best, and yeah, I'll, I'll speak to you. Speak to you soon.
1: Okay, bye.
0: Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.